Hello, everybody. Welcome back to what is not the same name as the other podcast. This is now going to forever be the End Times podcast. So I just didn't really like how the last podcast was named Revelation because Revelation is not the only book that's um, about the present and the future. So I just decided I was going to do the End Times podcast. Um, and so that's what I'm going to do. But this podcast is basically to help get m- as many people as close to Christ as possible before it's too late and before we are raptured out of here. Uh, this is a podcast devoted to Bible prophecy as well as devoted to helping those that need to hear God's word and those that need to be encouraged for what's to happen. So today, uh, we are going to continue this series, Living in the End Times, or Life in the End Times series. I have two mini-sermons. I like to call mini-mens. The first one is going to be Live a Fearless Life Through Christ, and the second one is God's Test. So um, both not super-duper long sermons that I have for you guys. But uh, some sermons that I want to share with you guys, God's been putting on my heart to share more of his word and more um, encouraging words for you guys, more of trying to get myself out there and, and, and help those that are in need and those that need to hear what God has for them. So without further ado, we will get started. So we are going to continue our walk (coughs) in this series, um, Life in the End Times. And one main time, or one main thing um, that I wanted to talk about is is living a fearless life in 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 a time that can seem almost unpredictable. As we, as Christians, are walking this earth, it's becoming more and more hard to be a Christian, which helps us become even more closer, or helps us feel even more closer to the return of Christ and the rapture of the church. So the first message I'm going to be sharing today is live a fearless life through Christ. So I start this sermon by... Defining the word fear, um, so the word fear, uh, Webster's Dictionary version of or definition of the word fear is a a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, or etc. Whether the threat is real or imagined, the feeling or condition of being afraid, and the second, um, and the second definition, it says concern or anxiety, uh. So it says here in Isaiah 35, 4, say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. Your God will come and he will come with vengeance. With retribution, he will come to save you. So <clears throat> there's two ways you guys can take this verse. Um, 
some people may be fearful of the future, the road ahead. And, you know, us as Christians, we should have hope. We should we should be hopeful of the road ahead. But um, this verse here explains the life through Christ part. Um, uh, live, the, live your life through Christ part. Because if you live a Jesus-filled life, you will lose the fears you have. And, you know, as I go back and try and... And before I learned about Bible prophecy and before I learned about end time events <coughs> and before I learned about the rapture, I I remember a, a moment and a period of time. I told you all this in the first episode of this podcast that I was struggling through that kind of stuff. I was struggling with fear. I was struggling with with being uh, doubtful, not not you know, just worried about what's to come when really in reality, us as Christians, we know what's coming and that's Christ. He's, he's coming. We're not looking for the tribulation. We're looking for Christ. Yes. It's fun to learn about the tribulation, but it's also fun looking for Christ. And I think it's more, oh, let me take a sip here. I think you live a better life <clears throat> looking forward to Christ's return and to knowing that he is to return than just being worried and being fearful. Because let me tell you, it's not fun being worrisome and fearful your whole your whole life. And and you look at COVID and you look at you look at all this stuff that's happening, how much fear there is in the world. It's just truly it's truly amazing to see not it's not amazing but like it's just it's just one of those things to where you really look at where we're heading and that it's all fear based and it's all fear driven it's all about control if you can get fear into people you can control the people you can control a lot of people and that's basically what how i feel that's how i feel covid was <clears throat> brought into this it was it was all fear-based fear-driven you look at the news media these days it's constant not not good stories you want to hear and i think it's it's one of those that's really made people fearful and i think those people just don't have christ in their life and i think if those people start putting christ in their life we'll start losing this fear we'll start pushing forward and it says here in matthew 6 uh, 34 therefore th th these words are in red so they're important make sure you're all y'all are noting this down therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough of its own so i love this verse this is one of my favorite verse christ says um i love whenever he says therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself I just love it. It's what I used to tell myself whenever I would I would worry or I would be fearful of, of tomorrow. Um, I just always tell myself, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will about itself. Live each day, day by day. Um, and it's not even that. Excuse me. We were told, you know, when we see crazy things, whenever we see things start to happen, look up because our redemption, our redemption draws near. Um, so it's very important when we see things like this, just be hopeful, be ready. Christ is always there. He's there to help you. So this verse can be used for a cure for an anxiety. Like I just said, um, I struggle with anxiety. So 
like I said, I, I like to tell myself, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow, worry about self. Um, the thought of knowing you have something really important the next day can be scary and put you in a state of anxiety uh, or fear. But if you put God first, he will take care of your troubles. So I remember back when I used to play baseball or whenever I had a really, really big test the next day or whenever I had tryouts for baseball, what have you, it, you know, you, you, I created this anxiety, like, am I going to do good? Am I going to do bad? Or how am I going to do? And, you know, don't, don't always focus on the negative, focus on God's put you in this situation for a reason. And it's kind of like how our our next sermon, uh, how we talk about God's test, but he's putting you in these situations for a reason. You got to be as strong as you can be. You do the best you can be. So we move on here to Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. <coughs> so when you pray for your fears, God will listen and help your troubled thoughts in an amazing way. So today I actually was um, in a discussion with my friend. We were talking about we were talking about how he grew up as a Catholic and, and how I've always been Christian my entire life. And we and we got to talking about praying, and we were talking about how he used to pray to Mary. He he converted to, um, he's no longer Catholic, I should say. He's he's more he's more um, I'm non-denominational, so I guess he would be classified as non-denominational. But he used to pray to Mary, and I asked him, like, why 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 did you used to pray to Mary? And he said because it's the mother of Christ, you know, she's an important figure. And I, and I said, well, I agree. She's important, but you got to think about it. What does she do for you? What did she, she didn't create you, you know? Yes, she was the mother of Christ, but she didn't create you. And he said, well, what if somebody, what if they were mean? What if they were mean to Christ or what have you? And how would he, you know, like, what if he lived a, in a bad life? And I said, well, do you know who Christ was? Christ Christ was God in the flesh. I don't think he would grow up to be a wicked, evil man, you know? That's just not who God was. Anyway, the moral of the of the conversation was I got to praying, or I got to talk talking to him, and I asked him, well, how do you think you should pray to God? And he started listing, you know, I'm trying to remember what he said. He started listing you know like thanking him for um what he has in his life and and being thankful which i mean is true um but i told him whenever you pray you should repent you should always ask for forgiveness if you've done something wrong you should you should ask you know you you should always say thanks you know that you are blessed by god if you're blessed by god you should always you know be humbled by that and and thank god for putting you in a blessed situation but I feel you also should be praying for those that need healing, those that uh, need that need to be seek, or, or if you have an opportunity to spread the word, pray and ask him for guidance, pray and ask him for wisdom. Um, also, pray for for your for your struggles, like your fears, your anxiety. Anyway, that's where I wanted to get with that was when you pray, pray for for strength from God, pray for for being to to be the the best servant of Christ and as God of God as you can be. So now lastly, this brings me to um, Psalm 94 verse 19 uh, from Christ. He says this, when anxiety brought me 
or when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. It's a great, great verse, and fear is in everyone's life. No matter what it is, we all do it. We all fear. But when we put God first, all of our fears go away. And this brings us all joy and hope for the road already paved by God ahead of us. And and fear... Fear is nothing short but demonic. It's it's all demonic. Fear is demonic driven, demonic based. I mean fear especially these days fear is very very demonically driven. Especially since, you know, COVID started and the lockdowns and the numbers that have been put pushed out of whack. I honestly think that fear is demonically driven to make you have doubts, um, to make you have worries. Just fear is something that is hard to overcome. But I think when you put Christ and you put God first, it is nothing short of miraculous on what God does. So that concludes the first sermon of the night. Um, we have one more, and we will move on to it here right now. All right, everybody. So we're going to move on to our second and final message of the night. So, the second message here we have of the night is going to be God's test. Uh, Basically, we're going to talk about the test God puts on our life to help us grow spiritually and mature our spirit and and how we are as Christians to help us better understand His will. So, God works in mysterious ways, uh, ways to help our future, basically, or to help how we are as a person. Um, A major way he works is by testing us, and no matter what the test is about, it helps us grow as followers, uh, it helps us grow as followers of Christ. Therefore, or there will be things in your life that you will, that will bring you down tribulations, trials, tribulations, basically what I'm talking about. Um, it's how you overcome these things or sorry. (laughs) Um, however, it's how you overcome these. And this is how God will test us. A test in God's eyes is a growing experience here in first Peter, uh, verses or ver. Here in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19, Christ said this, <coughs> Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery, the fury trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, 
that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the, the spirit of glory, God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a, as a murderer or a thief or even or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him, but let, let him glorify God in that name. <coughs> God, God's great and wonderful, and he has plans for you as a Christian. And you will be faced <coughs> all the time. With tests and tribulations, and we as Christians have to overcome these tests in a spiritual way. So I have a few questions that I've written down here, and the first one is: Is God's tests punishments? Meaning, is God testing us and punishing us? God is a loving, wrathful, or yeah. God is loving and wrathful, and God's tests are for struggling Christians who are living too much in the world around them. Meaning, God loves you so much that he's going to send a test your way to snap you out of it. Basically, he's going he's gonna to show you, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm going to send you a test your way and really see if you're doing right or wrong. Why does God use tests as life lessons? Um, God uses tests as a confidence builder and to rebuild your faith toward him. It's very important that we we better understand God's will. And what will really help us better understand his will is through tests and tribulations, uh, helping us become better Christians. Um how do we know? See, it's very important. We, you know, I, I can say that we get tested, but how do we know if we're being tested by God? And the deeper the deeper our faith with God gets, the the more tested we get. And God says this, or Christ says this, a time of great testing is coming upon those of understanding. Meaning, <coughs> there's going to be a time where we face a test that we're going to have to overcome. Christ said this, that there's going to be times where we are going to struggle and we're going to have testing, but we're just going to have to overcome it. We're going to have to look to God to help us overcome these tests. This states God's hint of everyday testing, meaning we get tested every day for the smallest things. And some tests are easy and some are little. Um. And some bear a little emotion, but big tests are hard to come through and hard on emotions. Meaning easy tests bear little emotion, but big tests are hard and come through hard on emotions. Those are the tests that God really wants us to <clears throat> strengthen our faith with. Believe it or not, God allows the devil to tempt us as a type of test. You can either do two things in those types of tests. 
be defeated or overcome the devil and build your faith and confidence. Now, I have just two questions for you guys to think about. Um, if you guys want to answer it, y'all can. Um, this is just kind of for y'all to answer, just kind of little things for y'all to ponder about. And the question, the first question is this, what big test are you facing now by God? Or if you're not being faced by a test right now, what, what test have you been faced by God? What big test? Um, and the second question is, how do you think you'll overcome this test? It's very important that we learn the aspects of what God has for us. It's it's just very important that we really realize the life we're living and realize that God wants the best for us. Anyway, guys, that is going to be the end of my two sermons. I'm going to move on to the conclusion of this podcast and then... I will see you all in another episode. All right, everybody. I really, really, really hope you guys enjoyed these two sermons. And I really hope that they have taught you all a lot. Um, And I just wanted to say that whatever you all are going through, it's going to be okay. I really think that if you're struggling with fear, anxiety, anything that y'all are struggling with i really feel like (coughs) god's putting into your life for a reason all you got to do is look to him to overcome it overcome fear overcoming a challenge something that you need overcoming god is always there god puts these tests these fears these these things in your life not to punish you nonetheless teach you He wants to help you grow. He wants to help you experience him and his plan and his will he has for you. I don't know what he has planned for me. I don't know what he has planned for you. All I know is that you have to look toward him to be the best you can be. And if you are looking around right now, and are wondering what the heck is going on right now. Well, as my one of my favorite people of all time says, is this. The ship is sinking. <laughs> Look around, you guys. This world is not how it used to be. And if you think it's going to go back to normal, unfortunately... It's not going back to normal. This world is going to a place you don't want it to be going, but it's going. It's been prophesied in the Bible, and 100% of the prophecies that have been already fulfilled have been fulfilled 100% as God has said them to be. So if you look around and you're not, and you're asking for questions, well, the Bible has has the answers, and God has the answers. And if you're looking, for a way to seek God and a way to accept Jesus. Um, This is why we're going to always end a podcast with the ABCs of salvation. So number one, you have to admit you're a sinner. You, You have to admit that you're a sinner and have made mistakes. I do this every time I pray. 
I always admit that I am a sinner. Always. Also, number two, the B is believe. Believe that Jesus is God's son. He died on the cross for you, and he rose up from the grave on the third day. Also, not to toot the own horn of, of God and of being a Christian, but Jesus is coming back one day to get his church, to rapture us up, to help us escape. It's not really an escape, but to help us take us away from the wrath that is to come. And the sea of salvation is confess Jesus as the Lord of your life and commit yourself to a life of following Jesus and serving others. This is how you become a Christian. This is how you accept Christ into your heart. You pray, you pray to to and admit your that you're a sinner. You pray and tell God in Christ that you believe that He is the Son of God, that Christ is the Son of God, and that He cried, He died on the cross for us, and He rose up from the grave on the third day. And also, you need to confess that Jesus is the Lord of life. And commit yourself to a life of following Jesus and serving others. Repent of your sins, meaning ask for forgiveness of your sins. Know that you are not alone. If you guys are listening to this after millions of people vanished, it was not UFOs that took us. It was the Lord Jesus that took us. And I want as many people as possible that are listening to this podcast, I want those people to be saved. Because let me tell you, the times that's going to happen after the rapture of the church is nothing compared to what we've seen before. It's going to make the Holocaust look like a cakewalk. And you guys do not want to be here for that. I don't want you to be for the, here for that. God doesn't want you to be here for that. Please, please, please jump on the Jesus train because he's coming. We're all at the station. We're waiting for him. Will you be there to board the train with us? Anyway, guys. I love y'all so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys are new to the podcast, please go ahead and continue listening. If you need faith and encouragement, you need God in your life, this is just a way to easily listen to a podcast, about a 30-minute podcast, an easy listen. I'm very easy to talk to. I'm very easy to, to follow along with. I'm not super duper like out there. I'm, I, I really love spreading the word of God. It's a passion of mine. And I, I think it's a calling of mine. I think I think God put me here on this earth to spread his word. And that's what I'm here for. Um, and if you guys are new or if you guys have stayed with the podcast, I just ask that you please share it to as many people that you think need to hear it or just people that you want to hear it. Um, I just really, really pray that this gets out there and that people start listening even more. I really want more people to start listening to help spread the word. And if you if you guys ever want to know how to help spread the gospel or you want to learn how to help people come to Christ, ABCs of Salvation. Always tell them the ABCs of Salvation. That's the easiest way to explain. It's a childlike way of explaining the salvation of Jesus Christ. Anyway, guys, I love y'all so much. Thank you all so for, thank y'all so much for listening. And I'll talk to you all in the next episode.